Everybody, welcome to RPG Cast, episode 528 for the week of January 18th, 2020. I'm your host, Chris Privetier. Um, here's your other host, Anna Marie Privetier. Hello. Here's Kelly Ryan. Mom and Dad are fighting, and I'm awkward. No, don't you didn't say you know it's if it didn't if it's not on the recording, no one has to know, Kelly. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> well, I'm airing the dirty laundry. I don't know why we always fight on Saturday mornings. So I never heard any fighting. Our... I'm not part of this. Yeah, I know. Are, are, are we at a point of stress? Yes, but not a bad one. Hey, we have a we have a surprise guest. Matt. Woo-hoo! It's Matt Mason, right? Matt. Mason. Yes, correct. Matt Mason. Matt. Matt he, he thinks you're playtime. Play playtime. Play I I listen every week and just you know play it's time. like Phil trying to butcher a name every mm-hmm. week. Playtime. It's, it's Platty. P- it's P L A T T Y M three. It's obviously Leet speak for playtime. <laughs> this is not that hard to understand. <laughs> you know, uh, I, don't, no. I don't speak Leek, so Leet <laughs> I don't is speak very hard. Either. I can't even. I can't even speak. <laughs> English is also quite hard. Uh, welcome to Speed Leak, the RPG cast where we spin leaks. <laughs> Play games and tell people about WoW, how WoW sucks. And uh, Kelly, how does WoW suck this week? Well, right now the servers are down, which why are they t- down? It's a, a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I I guess that when they revamped the auction house, they forgot to like include a setting where it sends you the money when you what? sell stuff. So no <laughs> one's been getting any of their proceeds from the auction house since Wednesday. What? <laughs> Is this a classic feature? Nope. Busted no, this is a new feature. <laughs> we reported it back. Patch yeah. 8.3, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. So you're saying this expansion lives up to its good reputation. Well, yeah, and well, here's my favorite part is this is the last expansion until like... Last patch. The last patch last until patch. the expansion comes out at the end of the oh, year. Oh, good. So nine months of this garbage. Woo. Yeah. Um, well, I mean... To be fair, the story has been really good this patch. Oh, good. It couldn't get much worse from where it started. Um, <laughs> mainly because Rathion came back and... Oh, we're tying and, up loose and, ends. And now he's like, spank me daddy hot. Yeah. yeah. He, and he, he wasn't just decided... before? He was a little kid before. Oh, okay. Now he's Yo, older. Oh, yeah. He, he, is disapp- like... he breaks out a criminal, disappears for a while. Does he have an explanation? Nope. Okay, cool. Not for that, but um, in the uh, patch trailer, Anduin punches him in the face. Yeah. And uh, g- um, he goes, I guess I deserve that. Are you going to explain <laughs> no why you did what you that. did? Not at the moment. I, I, of course there's context. Well, well there's I no context out of yet. <laughs> well, okay. I, I had to look up why or why Anduin pissed him or was so pissed at him because I guess that happened in a book that I didn't read. What? Uh, oh, him being in angry? the War Crimes book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All but, the Rathion stuff happened in War Crimes, and then like he just dis- he's like gone as far as I mm-hmm. hear. And it's like, okay, so what? What are we doing now? Why? Why but, is he back? Uh-huh. His motivation for coming back is because um, Nizoth is the reason why Death Deathwing went crazy, and he doesn't want to succumb to the same fate. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, that's fine. 
And I guess we're just not going to get resolution on the other stuff. All right, cool. Cool beans. It probably was in a in a short story somewhere that, you know, you just don't see in the game cuz why would we give you the content of the story in the game? So, how's it yeah. uh, Okay. So you've gotten into the game before today, right? Yeah. Any yeah, good? I've gotten it. Um the Nazoth stuff has been kind of cool, mainly because it's been like tying up loose ends and stuff, and I wish that this that um this expansion just would have been Visions of Nazoth and cut out all of the battle for Azeroth fighting crap that seemed completely unnecessary. Um, there's Nizoth invasions going on. Hey, in Ulda, it's in like Ulda. it's the end of an expansion. Yeah. Uh, and um, Whoa, that that's one, loud. Okay, hold on. Sorry. That one Mist of Pandaria area whose name is, is completely escaping me. The Valley of Four Winds or so the Veil of Eternal Blossoms, my okay. bad. Um, so th- there's Nazoth invasions there, and you go in and do these um, visions of Nazoth where you see, like, bad futures and stuff where Thrall is bad, and there are th- things where you can only stay in them for a certain time, otherwise you'll go insane. So, and the whole, p- you, you get a legendary cloak that lets you resist the insanity effects for longer and longer. But all of that stuff pales in comparison to the fact that all I cared about this patch was unlock unlocking the foxy people. All right, so I've got the trailer <laughs> where Anduin punches Rathion in the face, mm-hmm. and Bran is there too, Crystal Gollum dude, Crystal Crystal oh. Dwarf, and I don't know reasons. So it's like, why is it always the last patch of the expansion where they bother to clean stuff up that fans actually give a crap about? I don't get that. Um, because they get these like visions of grandeur, and it never really works out. So they're like, "Oh, screw it! Let's just give people what they want." At yeah. least that's my theory. That exp- I mean, to me, that explains why the first part of this expansion was just crap, uh, pointless horde and alliance fighting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. But but well, but all I care about this patch is the unlocking the Volpera, and I unlocked the Volpera, and their little quest to, to unlock them is very cute. Um, they they go around helping people around the horde, and at one point you end end up back in Suramar where uh, apparently Nomi tried to cook Ark wine and ended up setting it on fire. I like this Rathion, but Nazoth turned a noble mind into madness, and now my father, Anduin, is hanging over there. What? Oh, uh, nothing. Nothing. Go on. <laughs> um. <laughs> because because his head hangs in the uh, in the castle when you kill Deathwing. <laughs> but I, I have my Volpera. I have a couple of Volpera that I rolled. One of uh, Elm, or a resto shaman that I named Foxy Lady. And then when I got tired of healing, I also made a mage named Cinderpaw. And they're very cute, even though they're pretty much just reskinned goblins. And I've seen lots of clever names in some of the uh in some of the dungeons I've run, like for Fox sake and don't fox it up. <laughs> don't fox it up. That's like well, I never thought about being that clever. Um, 
And I'm trying to, I was trying to unlock Mecha Gnomes while we was talking on Discord last night, but ended up having to go to bed because on my Alliance tune, I didn't even have uh, Mechagon unlocked. So I had to do that first. And I don't even know if I'm going to seriously play a Mecha Gnome, but I do have one that I named Love Doll. Well, you don't want the metal were. underwear? Yeah. I could either name, I have one named Love Doll, and I could also make one named uh, Coin Operated Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't even gotten to that, gotten that far yet. Now I can't continue the quest because the game's down, and I'm very irritated because that's kind of my Saturday morning wait for the Skype call thing to do. So, Sorry. yeah, that, that, that and um, Earth, Earthbound is all I've played this week. Yeah, so you talked about this a little bit on Discord last night, but can you kind of explain? So as someone who doesn't do a lot of modding, explain to me what uh, Earth Rebound is. Okay, well... We were talking about doing a uh, RPG backtrack for the Mother series. Wait, wait, and... wait, 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 wait. Kelly. Yes. I have one important thing we have to talk about before we leave WoW and talk about modding Earthbound. Okay. They added a new mount to WoW this week, Kelly. Oh, the rat? Do you have this adorable squeaky rat mount? No. Mainly because I really don't want to pay oh for goodness, six months. Of, yeah, I don't want to pay for six months of game time at the moment. His name is and Squeakers. You... He's adorable, and he's the biggest argument I've had in a year about why I would go back to World of Warcraft. Anna, I mean, Anna, do you disagree? No. It's good argument, isn't it? Yeah. It's a very adorable <laughs> mount. And it flies. And it flies. Okay. I mean, he. It's cute, but... You have to I'm... resub for six months. <laughs> They're terrible yeah. people over there. Usually, the uh, <sighs> those six-month mounts end up becoming regular mounts later. And like it's that's... a regular mount now. If you want to just buy squeakers, it's $25. Oh, I didn't know that. A regular mount. Cause Cause I you remember... have to pay money for it, but yeah. All right. I remember the pirate ship being the same thing. Because oh, I really point. wanted, I really wanted that pirate ship. Because I have a character that I RP as a pirate, but even then, when it went on sale for as a regular mount, I ended up not. I didn't buy it right away, or I still haven't bought it. It was on sale during that huge sale that they had over the um, holidays, but I ended up just buying the uh, fox mount instead. Well, I just want to make it clear that the mount, the rat is adorable. It has a hat, and he's why I will reach up to to WoW probably. That's all. All right, Kelly, what did you do to Earthbound? Uh, well, we're ta- we were talking about doing a backtrack for the Mother series, and I have not played the Mother series. Well, I have played the Mother series, but I didn't get very far because I got very bored with Earthbound. And it's like, okay, well, I want to do 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 diligence and try to, you know, try to give the game another chance. But all of the control issues in that game bother the crap out of me. So I was like, surely at some point 
somebody has made a patch to fix some of these issues and looked on romhacking.net and found a patch called Earth Rebound that fi- fixes a lot of the stuff that you don't have to go go deep into menus to do things like talk to people or find your map. And this mod also includes a run button. So a lot of the slowness isn't going to be as much of an issue as it was anymore. And I've I've been playing the game with this mod and definitely having the control be a little bit easier to deal with has helped. Um, Hasn't really helped some of the other issues like the inventory and the fact that b- battles are just slow as molasses, but um, I- I'm playing it on my Vita via emulator. And la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have the game legitly. Don't worry. Um, but I, I, for some reason, that particular patch does not play nice with emulators that let me fast forward through battles. And at the end of the day, I decided that the control issues were more of a pain than the slow battles. So that's the concession I'm making. But I am somewhat having fun with the game, even though I'm in, uh, I think, Peaceful Valley right now, which is a very tough difficulty spike as far as the game goes, and I just keep having to, like, run in, kill a bunch of monsters, get a level up, run back out, buy a teddy bear, heal, and then run back in. Cause, um, buy a teddy bear? Yeah, before you get party members, you can buy teddy bears to kind of soak up damage until they get destroyed. <laughs> they they basically work oh, like boy. a tank. Yeah. And they uh, they like even follow you around like a regular party member, but they soak up a lot of the damage. And then when they take up all the damage they can, they explode in a pile of fluff. As the that's text amazing. Says. Yeah. Um, and this patch uh, also kind of retranslates a bunch of stuff because um, in the in the North American game it was called like Peaceful Valley. In this version, it's called Grateful Dead Valley. <laughs> Yeah. Cute. So um, that's what I've been doing. I'm going to keep with it because I am actually mildly enjoying it, not not hating it like I did before. I want to see how far I, I, I want to try and finish the game and I want to try and play Mother 3 because I've heard that Mother 3 is where the good stuff is. Um. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing this week is Mother and leveling my fox. I have so many questions, Kelly, because I've been sitting here reading about Earth Rebound, which says it's on hold until they finish the Mother bound, Maternal Bound project, which is a whole other thing. And then the Maternal Bound is got four like four different translations that comes with it depending on what you want. Kelly, people have done a lot of modding to Earthbound and they're yeah. all angry about what Nintendo did to it. Apparently, yeah. they're very angry. Just so much censoring that needs to be undone. Restoring uh, of mature lines, all five of them. Like <laughs> and <laughs> yes, five. Five lines. And I, I'm not gonna I mean, lie. I gotta... I, I'm not gonna lie. Part of the 
the Earthbound fan base is part of the reason why I couldn't get into the game because every year I, I'm not general. I'm not trying to generalize, but a lot of Earthbound fans that I've seen online come off as very entitled. Apparently, it's very important which spanking sound your game has. So at yeah. one point, at one point, uh, I guess I'll call him your rival slash villain guy gets spanked by his mother. And mm -hmm. the sound that plays in English version has always confused me because it doesn't sound like a spanking, but like whatever, I guess it's cartoonish sound effects. So it was fine, but I guess people have restored the original sound from the Japanese version, and this is a big deal. But some people prefer the U.S. version of the sound, and so they go on to get it back, and it's like, oh my gosh, I just don't. Why? <laughs> That's <laughs> a cares? lot of time and effort to put into. <laughs> What, like a half second sound? Yeah. Maybe that's... two maybe two seconds did he get spanked twice? I, no. <laughs> I only got up to mother too. Then my dad stopped remarrying. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to um, make terrible jokes, you can join us every week like Daniel does. Oh good. There's options. At nine AM Eastern, too. uh no, nine AM Pacific, noon Eastern at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. I mean you have sent yeah. Chris down an unbelievable rabbit hole. What is this run thing? So there's so each of these patches. So there's Maternal Bound Omega, which I assume is the last edition, rated M, and Maternal Bound Omega rated M plus run. And I guess um, rated M is the five offensive lines restored that I talked about, the mature lines. There's less than five. All right. Then we have Mother 2 one-to-one -one literal translation, and Mother 2, 1 to 1, literal plus run, whatever run is. I assume it has the ability to, to run, I think. Oh, running. Okay. Running. So probably a yes. default run button, or, or like you mm -hmm. always go fast or something. I thought it was like the Runaway 5 thing. Oh, apparently, no. which is now the Runaway Brothers, to be not confused well, with the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, no, having a run button is kind of important because before you could either get a bicycle to speed up your movement speed, which becomes completely useless the second you get a second party member. Yeah. Um, and then there's also uh, skip sandwiches, which give you a temporary speed boost, but they, I can't remember how long they last. Oh, and in the literal translation patch, you get the Octopush Kokeshi statues added back to the game, whatever that means. I don't know what that means either. That was a lot of words. Yeah, I, I don't some sort know. of octopus statues, I guess, in the original that they took out because Americans would have no idea what the hell they are, which is probably fair. I can't remember if also the Red Cross is symbols in this version or not because then apparently nobody knew that that was a trademarked symbol. Sure. Okay, but, now let's get back to Earth Redone, which is waiting... What is this one waiting for? We got a new beta of Maternal Bound with and, and, and Earthbound Enhanced one to one. So I decided. To, okay, so Earth Rebound is basically the author of that it looks like considers Maternal Bound to be a better project, like that kind of replaces their work. But you know, if you want, um, if you want an inferior product, play mine. No, if you want a more original <laughs> version of Earthbound, but with some quality of life improvements like Kelly's talking about earth mm -hmm. rebound, rebound seems to be the way to go if you want to jump down this restore all the oppression from Nintendo 
um, whole than maternal bound is the way to go. <laughs> and what I did was I went to romhacking.net, found earth beds, because you can sort by game yeah, you look for something that fixed what you cared about, and this one did yeah. it, so done. Yeah. Um, though I, I am very curious about the rom hack that Toby Fox did. Did he, what did he put megalovania in it? No, he did like a whole Halloween mod. Oh, cool. I bet you megalovania is in it. Oh, I'm sure it is, but it's pretty much how he got started in the game industry. So oh, I'm curious cool. to see. Yeah. Neat. I'm, I'm curious to see his roots, but I kind of want to finish the base game first. And I really want to play Mother 3. But okay. apparently, like, well, I, I mean, apparently you get more out of it if you play Mother 2 first. Oh, okay. And it's like, I need I need this crossed off my bucket list so that I don't have to play it anymore. Because <laughs> but I don't know if you have that where you hear about these like games and movies that people say, oh, you got to see it. You got to see it. And you just you want to see it, but you also have to, don't have time. You know? What is that like? Required reading? Required I've just playing? grown out of FOMO. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Oh. I was gonna say to me that just equates to clickbait articles now. The ten places you need to see before you die. <laughs> so here's the twelve one. foods you must eat before you die. So this is interesting, Kelly. Your hack includes this other hack called Earthbound Enhanced, or at least some of the parts of Earthbound Enhanced, which is an update of nearly all of Earthbound's 170 battle sprites with upgraded, better-looking sprites. I have a question. Where'd they get those sprites from? And how do they know oh. which be looks better than the original? They just take the original and edit, edit them to say, hey, uh, we made it cleaner? I, what does that mean? All probably. Right. While I'm being not... cleaner looking, it's very faithful to the original game sprites and does not change or get rid of the original game's art style or charm. These are subjective I mean, statements, uh, but okay. <laughs> I I have noticed that the graphics in this version look a lot cleaner. In addition, it fixes typos and localization errors, which I think yours does too. Um, yeah. I, I know that one thing yours does that you this uh, rebound it, it it fixes or improves the Mister Saturn font. Oh yeah, that to was read oh, to begin with. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. That was a lot more readable. Yeah, they uh, so yeah. So yeah, um, well, you'll hear updates about that, um, and I'm, I'm playing it on my Vita. That's also why I think the game looks so good because oh, let me tell you, Super Nintendo emulation on Vita looks amazing, especially since I have the one with the OLED screen. That's my modded one. Mm. Really cool. Um, well, no, yeah. Thank you, thank you for that recommendation because. Uh, that's probably the way I will go about playing this one if uh, we've got a good month or so before we're going to cover that on the backtrack. Yeah, because he was talking about wanting to do Chrono Trigger. To, the reason why um, Jooms wants to do Chrono Trigger and Earthbound is because I guess it's been like 10 years since they've talked about those two games. And the backtrack cast has like completely changed. So they kind of want to get fresh takes on it. And... Like Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, I could talk your ear off about. And see, I played both of those once 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Chrono Trigger to me was just another game. Like, <laughs> okay. And Chrono Cross, I really, really liked, but I don't think I have anything other intelligible to say besides that. 
Um, you know, when <laughs> I, I might boot up a Chrono Trigger playthrough just to play through again, depending on when we're going to do that backtrack. I might look down the rabbit hole of patches for that, too, just to see what's out there. Um, that's one nice thing about playing some of these old games is that they've been modded to hell and back. So just seeing what all exist for like retranslations and you know j just little tweaks or maybe adding a challenge mode uh, that'd be kind of nice and Anna didn't you say that somebody is working on a uh, randomizer for Chrono Trigger yeah it's been going on for a while but I don't think I've seen much uh, uh. Chrono Trigger randomizer Wings of Time I believe it's called Mm-hmm. Um, that, that game would be the perfect game to do a randomizer with give you access to the epoch right from the start um, yeah alright so apparently there was one that came out a while ago called Jets of Time oh my gosh and yeah that's the idea is it looks like it starts with um, the epic I guess El Magus did a tutorial of it what if I tell you all that the Earth Rebound hack got halted for a while because he took code from someone else's hack, then it got <laughs> allowed again, and now they're saying it's out and you can get it again, except that it's not linked anywhere that they say you can get it now, but the version that you found on ROM hacking predates all this drama, and it looks like they never noticed and made him take that version down, but that one's still up, and that's the one Kelly has. Well, oh my gosh! <laughs> well, that explains why I was having trouble getting the game to work on certain emulators. I, d I didn't know all this. <laughs> the, the one thing that I've discovered is the fan translation and hacking community has an unbelievable amount of drama. Oh, yeah. And it's weird because And, and everyone's happy with each other now, according to the thread. I just can't find the current version of this hack. Uh, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To I... me, it's just weird seeing this level of drama because there isn't this level of drama in real game development. <laughs> well, it's, it's because it's fan projects and, you know, people do it using their free time to do this stuff. And it's also people basically wanting to be the glory. Uh glory hounds trying to bring this stuff to us oh, okay that actually makes sense um oh. you know everybody you are basically taking here's here's a line you are basically oh. taking everything i've done for years to the beta patch rebranded it released as a new hack and i'm not okay with that i demand an explanation <laughs> i demand an explanation <laughs> <sighs> and then they go at it for like a page in the thread and everyone's friends by the end of it and it's just so God, weird. That's, that's like, I want to speak to your manager, Karen, energy. <laughs> Demand an explanation for my ROM hack. Like, you oh. have no rights to your so, hack of Nintendo's garbage. What are you talking about? So they hacked a hack. <laughs> uh, yeah, they had hacked know, a hack, and he didn't know any better, but it's whatever. That That's irrelevant. It's just, I'm so frustrated that, like, in order to actually figure out, like, I would have to make an account on this ROM hacking site, post a topic, and say, hey, is the one that's actually hosted here on ROM hacking the one you guys are talking about in this thread? Or does it just have the same name and there's yet another splinter and even more drama because you all chose the same name? <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? Because <laughs> oh, that's get possible, the... you know? <laughs> I would just get the one point, on rompacks.net. Oh, no. If I'm doing this, I'm getting, like, the literal translation and seeing how terrible they made Earthbound. 
So you're going all in. <laughs> yeah, like let's see what these people did. I want to know what the guy who demands an explanation put out because he's the one who worked I, on the. Uh, on that. I can't imagine a literal translation being good. Well, I, that's I, not, I tried... that's why it's not the one the main translation they're pushing. But still, <laughs> like, I think it's funny like... that they felt important that. The, as close as possible with the original release, you know, the way it was meant to be done. <laughs> you know, I like, mean, God, my eyes mean? couldn't roll any harder in my the head. The way it was meant to nope. be. <laughs> Don't tell and me what know, was I, meant to be. <laughs> There's nobody in Japan play. thinking right now, like, man, I, I meant to do it this way. Thank but, God those ROM hacking people are fixing it for me. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because <laughs> I tried to play a more real translation of Final Fantasy VI, and it kind of felt like they took all, all of the charm out of it because it was more accurate. Let's see. Take into consideration, this is an uncensoring project, not an unlocalization one. So I would not be including weird Japanese names or references since they won't fit with the English terms. That also includes no swearing, so the game still holds a kid's charm to it without falling into the obscene or rude. Uh, and no weird octopus statues or things like that. <laughs> weird <laughs> no octopus weird statues. Octop so that's why the octopus know, statues is an optional patch. It's like, so this person is, in giving us what the game was intended to be, is making decisions about what the game's intended to be. But it's okay. He, It's a kid's thing, but... There's no weird octopus statues, but I've got all the things uncensored. But I didn't go too far, so no octopuses. If you want the I, octopuses, I, I have a patch for it, though. You can just put in the octopuses. Then you have your weird octopuses. Or if you want to take it further, you can have a literal translation. It's like, what if I just want a better localization? I don't think these people understand that concept, do they? Probably not. <sighs> Say what? I just want to run. You just yeah. want to run? Okay. <laughs> I don't think you need to go with this thread then if you just want the run hack. But, you know, I, I can understand kind of wanting mm. wanting the glory because, you know, pretty much everybody knows who Clyde Mandolin is, right? No. I'm sorry, what? Mandolin, well, Mandalorian what? That guy did not get a, got a lot of glory, I guess. What'd yeah, Clyde Mandolin, he was the one who got very famous for localizing Mother 3. Okay. And, um, you know, we were talking on Discord yesterday about the group that basically fixes Japanese Steam games. I can't remember the name PH3. of it now. Oh, are you talking about Durante? Durante. Yeah, Durante. The Dark Souls DS fix guy. I mean, the, these people that kind of fix things end up getting very famous, especially if they do good work and sometimes end up in jo in industry jobs. Yeah. So I imagine that that's why all the drama and glory hounding kind of happens. <sighs> but... Just, yeah, to some extent I can see that then. There's, I mean, yeah. it, this is sort of an interesting week to discuss all of this because there was a bunch of news this week that sort of all spun into this. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll get into that during the news. Uh, yeah, we yeah. didn't do a. Oh, here we go, Kelly. Did you actually go to Starman.net and just go through their hack database? No, okay. I. You didn't you need that much research, probably. For no, I just so. like ROM hacking. Surely this will have what I need. Oh, sort God. by game gameplay improvements. There I go. Got it. Oh, there. Wait, there's a lot there on your screen, there, Chris. Yeah, we've yeah. got we've got Arn's Winter Quest Gway Edition. We have Earthbound 10th Anniversary Edition. We have Hat Quest. 
which is a mini yeah, sequel. Yeah, what the heck what? is that? It's a mini sequel of Earthbound starring Mr. Saturn and Jeff. <laughs> Holiday ha- a lot of a lot of story hacks. Mother oh, 2.5 The Gift Man Chronicles. Uh, Radiation's Halloween Pack Bad Fur Day Edition. <laughs> um, the Mysterious Mine. I don't know if one of these is Toby's thing, but uh, and then we've got we have what is this blue Ma- blue magic hack? Uh, oh, you learn PSI attacks by having the enemy use it on you. We have Earthbound Plus Plus, where you get more uh, event flags and okay, it's it's a it's a hack to let other people hack. Yeah. Oh, it's like <laughs> PKster. Yeah. Um, um Toby's hack is on romhacking.net and yeah, it's yeah. under I think uh complete game conversions or something like that. Here's one that's just called hack. Hack cannot be described with words. Hack must be experienced. <laughs> oh, 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 that, oh, I like you, this. You one. know that can't be good. Oh. Zorkbound. It's a tech demo for Mr. Accident CC. It turns Earthbound into a text adventure. <laughs> well, that would be an interesting way to experience it's it. It's just kind of a demo, apparently. Right, um, I, I I also downloaded this a long time ago and didn't realize I had it until I went this through site my. This sucks. Sorry, they they don't even have like the link to that other hack I was talking about for like ten minutes earlier. That's not even mm-hmm. on this list. They don't even index their own stuff well. Uh, I'm calling you out, Starman, Starman, whatever. Um, so when it comes to website design, have... you're saying they're a bunch of hacks. Yeah, I shouldn't. <laughs> I really can't throw stones given In that RP glass gamer. house. Yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. I apologize. <laughs> But I also have a ROM hack that I haven't even applied yet that uh, turns all the characters into My Little Pony characters, and it's called Equestria Bound. Oh. But I feel like oh. I need context for the original game before oh, even no. attempting Obviously that. Obviously not. Who plays the part of Pokey? I don't know. All right. But I got down a weird rabbit hole on the show this morning. I'm sorry. I, oh, you it's fascinated okay. me with this. No, I I love this kind of stuff. Um, it's it's nice to be able to get a fresh take on old games. The definitive Starman.net Earthbound walkthrough. Yeah, I'm gonna be hitting that page quite a bit. Oh, this seems decent. Um, this is one of those '90s styles game walkthroughs. Yeah, well, I guess it's it's one of the good ones because it has screenshots and most of them. Oh, I love those. Then, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm so old. All <sighs> right, um, Matt, what have you been playing? Mother two, <laughs> Mother three, with a fan translation, right? <laughs> oh my! Which fan translation is the question? Oh, oh is there more than one of that one? Too? There was a I, sc- yeah. I remember there being a schism. <laughs> there. I thought the oh, Starman.net one was the main one. Oh. I don't even want to know. No. no. What have you been playing? I don't care. So I uh, booted up Trails in the Sky, the second chapter. After hearing Kelly talk about um, and seeing her review of the third one. Are you just starting uh, with the second game? Like, screw the other games in the series? No, I had oh. played, I think, two years ago. I, <laughs> I want to see first someone chapter. do that. They don't play the latest <laughs> one, but they don't play the first one. Like, I'm going to start with the second one. I, don't know, I got it here. I heard you could just jump right in. <laughs> Just make everyone that... mad at you. <laughs> like on both um, sides of the argument. Uh, shout out to Player One Podcast. One of their hosts did that with I one know. of the tell- Telltale. I um, know. That's what uh, I was mon- thinking of. Monkey Island <laughs> games. I oh, you... the, first, the second or third one. It's like, 
What are you doing? Yeah, I don't everybody... know. I just figured it'd just it'd be fine. It's the new one I'll start playing. <laughs> yeah, everyone gave him crap for that. Deservedly so. Like, with Trails of, yes, there is actually catch-up stuff to make that work, but, like, with the Monkey Island games, they were truly meant to be played in order. But, you know, whatever. Fine. Just do it. <laughs> <sighs> so, I, I would say about two and a half years ago, I played the first Trails in the Sky. I really enjoyed that. And then about, maybe about a year ago, I did Trails of Cold Steel 1. Really enjoyed that. But they're such Wait, long games. Wait, what about the second that... and third Trails in the Sky? Well, I did That's oh. the thing. I didn't. I didn't do that. I was like, well, let me try Trails in the Sky. <laughs> You're not a real fan. Went obviously. straight through. <laughs> oh, not at all. <laughs> it's okay. I've got a. I've got three ROM hacks of the first game that I think you need to play through to truly understand the original <laughs> Japanese intentions, and then you'll be ready to play the second one. I watched the 30-minute catch-up video on uh, YouTube oh, the other day. He, I don't know. He, there's so much drama in his video. I've got this hour-and-a-half-long catch-up video that I think you should watch <laughs> instead. Okay. You know, any fan translator that wants to translate so one of these sorry. Trails games, you have fun with that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, both of the Crossbell games have been fan translated, but I think they took about six years apiece. Yeah. Well, the first one's about to come out. And the second one's still just the Google translation. With a spreadsheet. With... That's my favorite part. <laughs> so, yeah, I, three things kind of led into this. You know, I'd played the first Trails in the Sky. I played the first Trails of Cold Steel. And, yeah, Cold Steel 3 came out. And I'm like, well, one day I'll get that. Well, then I see it's coming out for Switch. So that oh. hit it. Then Kelly starts to, uh, playing, finishing up Trails in the Sky has been talking about it the past couple of weeks, wrote her review. And I was like, hmm, you know, I really do need to get back to that. And then Ryan on RP Gamer, Scar, he put that as one of his New Year's resolutions. He was going to get through quite a bit of the Legend of Heroes collection. And I was like, you know what? Now that I can play these all on mobile devices, like I could keep playing on my Vita, the Trails in the Sky, I could keep playing um trails of cold steel on the vita i was like well i gotta switch to the ps4 for cold steel 3 i won't have to whenever i get there now so uh, a little bit of all three of those have led me to pick up trails in the sky the second chapter um last be beginning of last weekend so i've been playing it about seven days got close to 10 hours into it and i'm having a good time i actually i find it surprising that i remember as much as i do from two and a half years ago i didn't watch the catch-up video until i was about six hours into my playthrough and mm -hmm. i was like oh my gosh i i'd been remembering story beats i remembered at least one dungeon design that i went into again i was like oh i know where to go through here mm -hmm. so i usually play through so many games and just whip through stuff you. it doesn't stick say you were going to make a catch-up video for another game what would be the worst game to make a catch-up video for uh Mine would be Xenogears. Yeah. I mean, um, Oni Black Mage has a recapitation video of Xenogears. I, I think it's Is like 30. Is it longer than the game itself? Because uh, it probably I can't needs remember. to be. <laughs> like, um, if you're going to explain what actually happened, I think it would have to be. That's what I watched. I watched the recapitation of Trails in the Sky. Recapitation. Yeah. yeah um, it's a YouTube 
It's a YouTube account right. called Oni Oni Black Mage. Thanks, a new and hole for me to go down today. All right, there you go. But that that is like for games that I haven't played in a while that we're gonna do backtracks on. That's my lifeblood, and I always find the relevant video and post it in the Discord for everybody. It's like, hey, here's your cliff notes. What is oh boy, now? That's what I'm gonna be Odyssey. doing. What is Radical Dreamers? Hey, oh, she I sent that to someone that the other day. Did you watch it? No, um, well, I probably would have a while How ago. long is this Final Fantasy VII video? Does he have a Final Fantasy VII video? I think so, somewhere. He has a, he has a Final Fantasy VII Before Crisis video. Um, <laughs> okay, you're scrolling. The, the What is the Sonic the Hedgehog? That's Sonic 06, and that one is that was an April Fool's Day one, and it's really funny. Nice. I'll have to watch that later. Then we uh, have a bunch of, of yeah. There's a Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, well, he's he's got a lot of oh, here's thirteen, one, three, two, just I mm, okay. Aspect two, some tips. He's tried a few things. <laughs> yeah, and he knows. I mean, it's ridiculous the amount of stuff and story beats and video clips. Like to do that is. It would take me months just to make one of those videos. Well, you, Matt, were you on the back check where I summarized Final Fantasy fifteen? No, I, I oh. was on when you did six. Yeah, well, that was me trying to drunkenly recall it from memory just to see <laughs> if I could. Oh, here we go. No, Final Fantasy seven video takes forty nine minutes. That's fair. But just getting the notes down for that backtrack took me like two days. And that was like trying to truncate as much as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have one for fifteen, from what I can tell. He's probably still truncating. He's it. probably still working on it. <laughs> uh, let's see what happens. In he doesn't have a fourteen video. That would also take a while. Um, He'd probably have to do that one by expansion. You could, you could do a okay. number. It, you know, when I think about it, some games you could just cut out entire subplots that get completely resolved within it, and just not have to refer to them because mm-hmm. if they don't impact anything going forward or any of the characters very deeply then you can kind of just tie them off and not include them so that would work for a fair amount of uh 14 uh not all of it though um well, i mean that's that's the that's the decapitation of the recapitation i mean you got to figure out what uh, not to tell oh as much as what to tell just, no 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 can we just I have reject. capitulation at some point <laughs> what do we do um Matt, what else have Recap you been playing? <laughs> I don't think you ever told us about... Stuff. Okay. What are we doing? All right, so uh, other than Trails... Ooh, uh, since... Ropa, Anna. <laughs> since I needed something else to cleanse my palate before jumping back into like 500 hours of Trails, um, I played Cthulhu Saves Christmas, and I did that for review right on the last day of the year. But I've gone back in a couple days, and every now and then I'll load up. I saved it about midway through, and I keep doing other, what is it, the relationships <laughs> things because they're just hilarious. They, they take a minute or two each to do. And, you know, my first playthrough, I felt very, very compelled. I had to keep doing anything that Paws appeared in. Yay! I mean, I felt I should stay on brand with that one. You've played but... more pause content than Anna actually has. That's not true. <laughs> I maxed out my relationship with pause when I was no, doing testing. No, he's on played the all the games that pause shows up in, and you haven't. I've played them. I just haven't finished them. Um, how far are you in uh, Cosmic Star Heroin, Anna? Not. Uh, have you started much. Cosmic Star Heroin, yeah. Anna? 
Yeah, oh. I played it before it came out. Okay. That and I have no. it on two no. different systems. I have it on three different oh, systems. You booted it up. Doesn't count. Um, so he's oh, played more of it than That was the game I had to That's rush to finish because Dragon Quest Eleven was releasing. <laughs> it came out on it came out on Vita. Was it like in April or May two years ago? Uh-huh. And it it had bugs. It had bugs. <laughs> I played it for two or three hours. I really liked it, but I was like, you know what? I'm hitting a couple problems here. Let me just set it aside. I played Stardew Valley for two months, and then when I came back to Cosmic Star Heroin. It had a couple patches. Everything was fine, and I played through. But that was one that I wanted to spend more time with. But I was like, no, Dragon Quest Eleven is here in like three days. Must whip through Cosmic Star. But no, the Cthulhu Saves Christmas. Anna's talked about it a couple of times recently, and I rated I had my review of it. I gave it a four out of five. It was wonderful. It, it was really great. And so, I definitely the, didn't threaten to fire him if he didn't give it a good review. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ethics and journalism. Uh, <laughs> this is why I can't fire people. I, I know. I, I did consult, since there was only one other person on the site that had played it. <laughs> I did consult with Anna a little bit uh, on some finer points and realized a couple things that I did not do in the game, gameplay-wise. I had not, uh, mainly because my kids were hanging on me as I played on it for uh, three straight days um, in the middle of the living room. They they loved it. They loved the music. They were dancing around the room. And nice. was it my favorite song there was Carol of the Bells, but it was B-E-L-S for uh, Belschnickel. Belschnickel, yes. Belschnickel, that's it. And then they had the uh, Carol of the Bells, but louder. But louder. Track. <laughs> but louder. <laughs> and I, it, it, it's almost like the entire Mannheim steamroller version of the song, just with like dark undertones playing <laughs> alongside it. And it's really both good. My kids That's were, awesome. It is really good. Both, I, I singled that out in my review. I was like, that song, and we also listened to that song. I got the, um, somebody uploaded it to YouTube. So driving back and forth to my parents on Christmas, we were listening to the soundtrack in the car. And my older son, the six-year-old, is like, Daddy, this sounds like those songs that play when we go up the road and see the Christmas lights dancing. Nice. Because, <laughs> yeah, cute. there was a landmark up the road that we've got a little thing called the Citrus Tower by us, and it's 100 feet tall out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, how you and, know you live in Florida. Yep. They, they used to – it was just one of those roadside attractions on a U.S. highway. And they used to cover it all in lights and – the whole city could go out and you just pulled up a beach chair there at night and watched the lights dance up the hundred foot tower and everything. But it got a little too, uh, the, the redneck crowd around here got a little too much over there. And instead of, uh, deciding to spring for some security at night, they just donated the whole, all the lights, all the setup and everything to a local mega church. And we go now there and but that's one of the songs that plays like every 10 minutes is Carol the Bells, the Mannheim Steamroller. So my kids knew that very well. And they just loved that song from Cthulhu Saves Christmas. So, <laughs> <laughs> But for the past few weeks, that, that's that been about it. I was playing Romancing Saga 2 for quite a bit. And, you know, God bless Wheels and his uh, Q&A quest people for loving that game. But I, I had to finally just put that aside. That one, uh, it, it got a little too RNG for me. It was a little too much saga. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you uh, have to have a special level of patience for saga games. And you know, I loved Legend of Legacy all the way up into the final boss. I absolutely adored Alliance Alive. And I'm like, I can go back and try one of the earlier versions, but I think that one is one of the least linear. Mm-hmm. I mean, Scarlet, the Scarlet Saga, Scarlet Grace, that sounds fun. The uh, I probably should have tried Romancing Saga 3. I hear that's a little bit more linear. You know, it's still got all the RNG stuff, but yeah, like I couldn't get with Romancing Saga 2 and like, oh, it's okay if you die. Just get a new party together. And I was like, yeah, but that takes 30 minutes. <laughs> and I have to re-equip everybody and I have to like set everybody up and no, it's not okay if I just keep dying and advancing generations or whatever. It's taking too much time. And then if I think you, the... Uh, sorry, if you want the real definition of pain, try doing Saga Frontier. Oh, gosh. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, what was I, that? Th- that one I know to avoid. Okay. That one, I, I, I have been warned... When Wheels and crew talk about how they hate it, that, uh, nope. I played that one. Um, I finished all seven scenarios. Wow. I, I I didn't hate it, but I can see why people wouldn't like it because it is very grindy. And very, like each scenario, you're pretty much finding the exact three people for your party to go take take on the rest of the challenges. And see, that's the thing. I don't mind grindy. If, if it was in Romancing Saga 2, I was grinding, but I wasn't getting anywhere. It was like, hey, I just ground up. My party's a little bit stronger. And, oh, whoops, I entered this dungeon. Forgot to bring enough healing spells, but I can't get out of the dungeon. So, you know what my only option is? Get a party wipe. Start over again. And hmm. let's try this again. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not making progress. And the more you grind, the bigger the random enemies are so i never felt any stronger for random enemies mm-hmm. compared so i was like oh i i put in about 23 hours i was like i gave it a good try off to the side if, if i'm gonna put in 23 hours i want to get halfway through trails in the sky second chapter or something <laughs> no it's understandable you have to have patience for saga games especially since the problem with saga games is that you don't really know what you're doing <laughs> that that was quite evident <laughs> yeah e- even people that have studied saga games for years still don't know like the systems buried deep within yeah and i was following along with uh mike's um walkthrough he wrote a walkthrough on a game faq back in like 2002 or something, mm-hmm. our uh, Gaijin's walkthrough. And yep, after a while, I was like, I think I've done everything in the walkthrough except start to take on the six big bosses that I'm supposed to fight. And yeah, that just, I just, I couldn't even get to them. <laughs> I couldn't yep. even get through dungeons to get to one of them. And I'm like this, okay. I've done yeah. all the side content. I took over 80% of the world. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I, very much. It was it was a fu- it was fun. It was fun, and I'll definitely play Romancing Saga three one day, and I'll give Scarlet Grace a try at some point too. But that one was a little uh, too much. Yeah, I, I think Alliance Alive is the most <laughs> casual, friendly saga game 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and that, that one I loved. I've said that multiple times. I was tweeting about it earlier this week, too. Um, just, man, I've, I've stayed up till 4 a.m. playing that game a couple times on my 3DS last year. And that's not something as a 40-year-old I usually do often. <laughs> I really need to pick up the re-release of that. All right. So I think... Uh, where are we at now? Is that big. everything? No, we, you haven't talked about haven't what you've been playing, Chris. I played more Path of Exile, but I don't know that anyone cares about it anymore. Um, I've been having fun with it. I'm, I, I got like big... I got big currency drops. Exalted orbs. It's the most... It's like the big currency. It's like getting hundred dollar bills, yo. And so mm-hmm. I bought some stuff with my with my hundred dollar bills, and so my character's even better now, and it's awesome. And I'm starting to be like, oh, right. I sh- now that I've got all the things, there's nothing to do. I have to make a new character. But that's how that loop goes. Anyway, I've been having fun shopping, um, because it's like getting money and like going shopping. It's the same feeling as you have in real life, so it's fun to to go shopping, right? No. <laughs> We were having a conversation while you weren't here last night about Uh-oh. how Kelly and we... I both have spouses that enjoy shopping. But only I again. totally remember that. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, it, it's fun to feel like you're rich and you got the monies, and then you realize, oh, it's just fake stuff. But oh well. Anyway, so there's that. And then um, because it's like, okay, I need to do something other than just Path of Exile. Um, I said, all right, all right, all right I'm gonna play some Control. And I played some Control, and that's really cool. I like that game. So Control's first-person shooter, um, no, third-person shooter, set in a weird environment where, like, it's all paranormal, and you work for this paranormal agency that deals with weird powers and and invading other dimensional beings and stuff like that. And so, uh, lots of weird story stuff going on, and weird voices, and. I talk to the board, which is some sort of interdimensional entity that I see represented as a black pyramid on a white back. It's weird stuff, all right? It's all paranormal weird stuff. If you've ever seen SCP fan fiction on the internet, it's basically like that. Um, Ooh. I'm loving the setting. That, and uh, That interests me because yeah. I love reading SCP stuff. Oh, yeah, this, that's this game, Kelly. So you may want to... <laughs> I care about it more for the... I, I don't care for the gameplay that much. I really just like the environment and the storytelling and just the oddness and the weirdness and the interaction of you and the former director and uh, uh, and your friend. It's weird stuff going on in that game. But it's all spoilers so to talk about it, but yeah. How's the control hacking community? I have no idea. <laughs> I need someone though. I need a DS fix for control because the things has crashed Pardon? on me randomly a couple times, and it just it's it's got weird performance issues, and it'll just come and go and be like, one time I have to set all my settings down to minimal to get it to run on my brand new computer, and the next time I boot up the next day is like I get everything maxed out and I have no troubles running the game. And it's like this game's got some problems, but uh, yeah, slowly making it through it. So. How's the control and control? The control and control is actually a little... I don't like the third person is. There's like a little <laughs> lag. It's got that um, Red Dead Redemption kind of lag to when you turn and stuff. So oh. it's like it's a little bit of that, but it's not the worst. It, it's better than that. Um, uh, really, my um, since I'm on mouse and keyboard, it doesn't really matter where you're turned because you, know, you just point at what you want to shoot and you shoot it with your mouse. Um, but if you were on controller, that might make a, a bigger issue. Um. Yeah. Huh. So, 
So you've got notes for the hacking community to start with then. Yeah. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I Number think, one, uh, control, control. Better. I think if uh, if I recall correctly, control had major issues running on um, console properly, so there's already a lot of knowledge about um, the patches needed for this thing. So uh, right. anyway, highly recommended in, if you're into weird fiction worlds and world building and, and SCP paranormal baloney. <laughs> so, but but you know, it's kind of like one of the games of the year from last year. So. Most people have heard about it at this point. <laughs> yeah, every single podcast I listened to was singing its praises. Yeah, that's why I tried it. And it's like, yep, this is this is cool. Um, I just wish I liked shooters more. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's more shooter than survival horror? Oh, oh yeah, very much. It's not survival okay. horror at all. Um, you're killing things, uh, but you get weird powers. So you get lots of telekinesis type powers and stuff because paranormal. Um, so it's not all about shooting, um, and they have like an ammo system and you wait to, your reload is just to wait for it to reload. And so while you're doing that, you can use all your psychic powers to, um, tear chunks of, uh, concrete out of the ground and throw them at enemies and do massive damage with that and stuff like that, or bring up a shield and, and other powers. So that actually sounds very Bioshock. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I recommend it, um, and uh, if you're interested, you should try it, and uh, I'll, I'll keep trucking on it. And since it's a shooter, I hope it's not too long, but who knows? I've been <laughs> Bioshocked before, so. <laughs> I mean, it long, might. Long. Uh, who knows if it would show up on, like, PS Plus later in the year or something. Oh, good point. It does yeah. seem like that kind of game, yeah. It does, yeah. Yeah. But as far, if I remember, the PlayStation version is kind of the most risky, though maybe oh. by then it'll be all patched, so. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, if I get it free on PlayStation Plus, yeah. if it does show up there. Oh, wow, I didn't realize that Uncharted and Goat Simulator were this month's free games. Oh, I, need yeah, I need to download these. Yeah. yeah, the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. Nifty. Is... I bought that with money. Am, am I the last one to go? You're the last one to go. All right. Um, I've been playing the crap out of Atelier Ryza. So I did I talk about this last week? I, I don't a remember a little bit. So yeah, um, this game has a really satisfying loop of going out and getting stuff, and then coming back and crafting, and going out and getting stuff. Um, so the crafting has changed a little bit, and I'm not going to go too deeply into it because unless you're really big into the Atelier series, the things that I say are going to make no sense. Like they've changed around how you balance elements. Um, and they've changed, um, the types of monsters so that you have way less tight, uh, killer categories and yeah, <laughs> it's but hard to the, discuss the most this important, game. The um, most important question that does she say barrel? She does say barrel. Barrel. Okay. Barrel. Um, Good. I did, I did meet, um, lady with the shelf boobs. I just had to realize who that was. <laughs> and she's a major part of the story. So I think I have six people in my party at the moment. I'm pretty sure that I've got more or less everybody that I'm going to in my party. Um, and I'm combat 30-something, and I'm alchemy almost 50, and I'm having a lot of fun with the game. I do have some complaints. Um, I feel like there is absolutely no good balance between I am doing story stuff and I am doing not story stuff. And... 
I guess that was the one advantage of being on the calendar is that you did have to regulate that a little bit more strictly. Mm -hmm. um, so I am kind of missing that sort of aspect of the game. Um, but yeah, I'm still enjoying it and it's quite good and I'm having a lot of fun. So how's the battle system? Because I know they totally changed. It. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's it's an active battle system now. So um, when you go into combat, there is the bar on the side of the combat like normal, but um, the you don't stop and put in individual turns. So like mm -hmm. you have three people in your active party, and two people act based on the role that has been assigned to them based on their equipment. So all equipment has levels in some or all of attacker, defender, or supporter. And um, what they are going to do in battle um, is dependent upon which of those roles that they have and the items that they have equipped. Um, so like... I have Lent set up as a defender, so he primarily does normal attacks, tends to buff people, uses his items very little bit. Um, and then I have um, one person whose name I don't want to spoil set up as like a super attacker. And so they very aggressively use items and skills constantly. Um, and then um, I think I have Ryza set up as a high attacker as well. And so, uh, yeah, when it gets to your turn, the flow of combat keeps going. It doesn't stop like it normally would in, in all of the other Atelier games. Mm -hmm. So I have friends that are totally fine with it, and I have friends that totally hate it. Um, I'm fine with it. I do find it a little bit stressful because I will like ha turn my attention away while I'm playing the game and then realize, oh, whoops, I should actually be doing something and I'm in combat. Because <laughs> it's just, you know, it it's ingrained upon me that I don't need to not it's not that i don't need to pay attention but it's that I, my attention can wander for a moment and it really really can't no more set it and forget it yep um so yeah that's a big change and you're either going to like it or you're going to hardcore loathe it and um i i don't think i know that many people that are kind of just ambivalent about it um but yeah, balancing the side quests is a big, big problem in the game. I constantly feel like I have a stack of 20 side quests to do before I can continue with the main plot. Um, and there's... So there's a new discovery system so that you discover new recipes by doing old recipes in very specific ways. And so it kind of takes the joy out of like, oh, I can afford a new book now, or oh, I finished a new quest and I got a new recipe. Discovery is all very self-contained within alchemy, and I can't decide if I like that or not. So, yeah, I'm pretty close to the end of the game, I'm fairly certain. I've definitely gotten over the hump. Um, so I'll probably finish that soon. Um, I also did my first day of Ring Fit this week, and I fell over dead afterwards. So. <laughs> Fifteen whole minutes of movement. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you're not used to moving, that can be quite a lot. Well, and the thing is, is um, I have problems with the right side of my body, and it wants you to do stretches that are like, um, cross your left leg in front of your right, and then lean forward slightly. I'm like, I'll try it. Uh... 
and clunk, down I go. Right, all right, I got back up. Next thing. Um, are you doing in silent mode? No, I tried silent mode and it just hurts. Ah. Uh, so I'd rather just jog slowly. I had the the complete opposite problem. Like um, regular jogging mode just like made my ankles bleed. So I had to switch to silent. No, um, the problem that I was having with silent is I'd, I'm not well balanced front to back. And uh, so I was like up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down fall on my butt. <laughs> it's like, all right, get back up, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, plonk. All right. Well, I'm yeah. just going to switch to running. Yeah. The <laughs> I one have a very like, poor sense of balance. The sucky thing about silent or silent mode, if you're uh, kind of barrel chested like me, is that it necessitates a sports bra. Oh, yeah. I, I I threw on a good bra to play that game. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it again today. And then since yesterday was a Tokyo Mirage session, Sharp FE, I played that. I'm through the second dungeon. I think I'm around level 17. I'm having fun unlocking all the stuff and doing all the story. I wish it had English voice acting. Even I wish that. I usually wouldn't, but like... It seems like that's uh, a miss. It's such a plot-heavy game. Yeah. That yeah. There's a lot of I... performance and personality in it, um, and, they, and they have good actors on the Japanese side. It's just like, can we have some English love here? What's going on? Do you think they skimped on that on the Wii Wii U version just to get it out in the U.S. and then didn't really want to bother? Yeah. I do. I have theories, but none of which I can back up. Uh, it is cheaper not to do an English voice well, track. Obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, this podcast is already going on long enough without my silly theory. Crafting. Silly theory crafting. <laughs> but, but we could we could have had Matt Mercer as Barry, Body Son, me... Body Son, and that it's makes me sad. Noon. Actually, no, I take that back. I think Travis Willingham would have been a better Barry. Just uh, do, do the entire critical role cast. That's fine. <laughs> Got it. Got it. All right. All right. What's we our got, feedback? We got Anna? feedback. Um, we asked people, what's your most anticipated 2020 game? What did they say? Well, Matt didn't answer, so oh. he gets to answer live now. Yay. I am definitely looking forward to Rune Factory 4. Did you play that it on is... the 3DS? I did. I put about 108 hours oh into it, gosh. I believe. Did you get all so, three story arcs? Yes. Okay. I did. I couldn't get my I third did. one to trigger, so I gave up. I do remember that being a pain in the rear, but that probably is why I got 108 hours into it and maybe not like 90 or something. But I, stuff like games like those, about every year, every year and a half, I just need to sit down and spend 70, 80 hours doing farming. And I, I absolutely love the little combat it, it's easy it's easy combat i'm not a big um action rpg fan i don't know if i'd ever be able to get into xeno too much because i don't think i'm good enough <laughs> all the xeno blades but the oh. easy combat in the rune factory games give me a classic zelda e just top down kind of stuff are you and... confusing it with tails because i thought xeno the xeno games were uh turn-based no, the Xenoblade um, and stuff are... are Xenoblade action. Chronicles yeah. and... Oh. 
Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, it, to me, the Xeno ones are more uh, MMO type combat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I've Rune Factory is a top three series for me. Dragon Quest, Rune Factor, and Grandia; those are my favorites. So the fact that Rune Factory is in fact not dead is happy. Yeah, so that that's my for, that's my top one. Definitely looking forward to uh, Bravely Default too, as well. But Rune Factory is number one. And now we can hear about other people's. Yay. Uh, Shaman wrote in and said, at the time I'm posting this, my most anticipated game is Tokyo Mirage Sessions Encore. But since this will be read after it releases, I will take the <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles Remaster RPG. All right. Featherhoof says, I want to say I'm excited for Animal Crossing New Horizons, but I have reservations. I am none too happy with the gathering and crafting elements they showed. I despise crafting and gathering, and for me, that's like taking a beautiful cut of steak and throwing a turd on top. Well, then why did they reserve the game at GameStop? I don't... You said they have reservations. <sighs> right? You reserved it? Sure, it's a tasty steak, but there's um... still kind of a turd on top. <laughs> <laughs> My immediate go-to answer is the Final Fantasy VII Remake. I know not everyone is sold on the idea of taking their favorite turn-based RPG and making it more action-focused, <sighs> uh, but I am. Well, it'll never replace the original. I'm not sold on the idea of Final Fantasy VII being love. anyone's favorite turn-based RPG. Uh... Yeah, no, that I is a thing, Chris. Game. I know. I know. Um, my absolute answer of most anticipated so far is Ori and the Will of the Wisp. I love the original to death, beautiful graphics, gorgeous music, and a tear-jerking tug That's at your heart. It's not an story. RPG. It's a Metroidvania. Yep. Uh, Budai writes in and just says Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> All right, that works. <laughs> Uh, Gamer Esquire says uh, Bravely Default 2 tops my list of 2020 releases that we know a little about the game. Bravely Default 3. Having Revo return for the soundtrack leaves me convinced it will be terrific. Um, The Seiken Densetsu 3 remake (laughs) is a close runner-up as it looks to be a much higher quality effort than what was done for Secret of Mana. Yeah, I played the Trials of Mana remake at PAX and I enjoyed it. Even as someone who's never played I know some good ROM hacks for Seiken Densetsu 3. No, Chris, bad. I'm sure that one's got a huge ROM hack. I'm going to throw something at you. Actually, you know what's really interesting? The the Seiken Densetsu 3, the, the most common translation, I think, that's still floating around, was actually worked on by Adam Rippon. Who is? Uh, the guy who made Dragon Fantasy 1 and 2. Aha. Uh-huh. friend of mine. Oh, cool. He, he did part of the Final Fantasy 5 fan translation, too. We're going to hear more about that later. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Victor, as much as I hate to admit it, I'm most looking forward to World of Warcraft Shadowlands. The afterlife-based story and the possibility of bringing back past heroes and villains without using resurrection or time travel intrigues me. There is one caveat. After the miserable disaster that was the Battle for Azeroth expansion, I might not necessarily buy or play Shadowlands in 2020. I might let my subscription expire, wait a month before Flame becomes unlockable, and then buy the expansion in order to fulfill the requirements. Well, what if I told you if you renew now, you get a really (laughs) cute rat. Chris, you're not a shill. Stop. Oh, but it's so adorable. And it's Chris, sneakers. Chris, you're being part of the problem. Uh, I have, I have a problem. I, I know you. I really want to get okay. that rat. <sighs> What's up, Anna? Um, Are we out? World of Warcraft is nowhere near as much fun when it doesn't have flying, and in my opinion, that includes WoW Classic. Okay. Shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. 
right. Hey, you know what it's time for? Oh, no. What's it time for? It's time for the news. <laughs> Developer MiHoYo announced that its upcoming open-world action RPG, Genshin Impact, Impact, will also be coming to Nintendo Switch. It joins the previously announced PC, PS4, iOS, and Android versions. No release dates for any of the games. There's a trailer, but it doesn't really show you much. It's on our site now. Final Fantasy VII Remake got delayed. Oh, no. What? <laughs> you, you remember? Called that? How you many remember? years? How many years is it delayed now? Just a month. <laughs> oh, just a month. Chris, you remember the video I showed you where I pretended like I didn't know that was coming out in March? That ruined my joke. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's yeah, true. It... it ruined it now. Yeah. Oh, no. You have to reshoot it. No, by the time it was announced, they, the podcast I recorded for was already recording. So it's like I just said, just know that this was recorded before the delay. So that sucks. April tenth. Yeah. So now we're at the point where we're doing one one month delays. Uh, I do now believe that this game is coming out this year. Uh, that's the evidence I need to see. Um, <laughs> I didn't believe it was going to release a, a one month date, delay. Though. Convinced you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I knew it was going to be pushed back. I just I know it's going to be pushed back. But if they're only pushing back a month, all right, cool. All right, we're good. It's going to happen. So, so they're probably going to have to do a day one patch. <laughs> of course they are. And this Cause... and this is to make sure the day one patch works. <laughs> okay. Because I wasn't sure how that would go coincide with the whole going gold thing. Oh, have they gone gold? They I, gone I don't gold. know. They... Nobody announces going gold anymore. So... Well, it's rare for them to do so. I no, mean, rare is owned by Microsoft. They would have had to. I mean, if the discs. <laughs> and let me think. So it's coming out the first week of April. Um, they're probably gold at this point. Mm. Okay, so. Definitely a day one patch. They found an issue and they got to make a new patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh uh-oh, we found an incredibly game-breaking bug and now we need to spend time fixing it. Ouch. Man, that's how this works, isn't it now? And these delays aren't because they need another month to just finish the game. It's because an issue came up. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. Thank you, Anna. All right. Way of the Samurai spinoff, Katana Kami which is a action-based kill-people-with-a-samurai-sword game. Uh, we have a little trailer. It's coming for uh, Switch, PS4, and PC in February 20th, 2020 in Japan. And that's 02202020 is the date there. Or would it be 20022020? Yeah. Which is too bad that they couldn't release in 2002 because then it'd be 20022002. Oh, well. Just press two for a while. Press two. two, Yeah. Go check it out. See if you're interested. It's not for Anna. It doesn't look like it's for me either, but it's close. All right. Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous Kickstarter campaign is starting in February. This is their sequel to the isometric uh, CRPG Kingmaker. And um, so they're now they're kickstarting the sequel why are because, they kickstarting it because everyone kickstarts sequels anna nobody nobody just uses money from a previous game they kickstart again so they can say hey you want to invest in this game this time we're going to make money you can believe us see we have a kickstarter it shows fan interest but you had one for the first game yeah but this uh it's bigger this time well yeah because now people know you make these games yeah but uh just give us money well all right 
Uh, and that's game development. The end. That's how it works, right, Anna? No. It's close. Though. <laughs> it's scarily close, isn't it? <laughs> no comment. Yeah. Banner of the Maid English release date announced. Publishers. So, oh, what's yeah, this? What's, so this what? is a weird what? thing. So this <laughs> this what? game like randomly showed up on Steam. This is a tactical RPG. Yeah, this is with like a FF with, with gender type. bending. What? Oh, yeah, so it, like Napoleon's a girl. Yeah, so it stuff. takes all of these famous people and makes them girls with large. I don't breasts. know if I can handle tactics like games where you actually ride oh. horses instead of like birds or camels or something. This is weird. It's, we don't see that normally. We need chocobos. Come on, what are we doing here? So is this like the Oxford comma meme where we had strippers, Stalin, <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute, I've already seen historic figures as women this week. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a discussion in the RP Gamer staff channel about um, whether the site requires the use of the Oxford comma. And the answer is no, as but long as should. you're consistent, but it should. Hmm. I will defend the Oxford comma to my dying breath. Yes, it's the difference between inviting the strippers, comma, Stalin, comma, and JFK, and inviting the strippers, comma, Stalin, Stalin and, and JFK. JFK. <laughs> yep. Seeing Stalin with patsies is just terrifying. Pasties, <laughs> not patsies. You know what I mean. Also, um, why do you assume they're female if they're strippers? Because they are in the image. Oh, in this image, but you said the strippers in, in your example is what I meant. Okay. I okay. didn't. Well, you said they had pasties. Yes, men can wear pasties. Where? On their nipples. Why? I don't know. Look at the image. Screenix has <laughs> announced a free player. Wait, RPG. no, no. We forgot to talk about actually Banner of the Maid. Because no. this is so fascinating to me. So, like, randomly, this showed up on Steam at some point in either like late 2017 or early 2018. And when news sites wrote about it, the the publisher CE Asia would write the people who wrote who wrote the stories back and go, by the way, we're putting it on the Switch. And no information was available beyond that. And they went into complete radio silence. Well, and their, then all their of a investor sudden needed to know they're making it's a Switch like, port. All of a sudden it's like, all right, we got a PC release date. Well, Is the Steam page in English yet? Wow. Is it? Nope. Oh. So the Steam version is still only available in uh, Chinese? Yeah. It's available in Simplified Chinese and Traditional Chinese. So I guess this is going to be, they're adding the English patch on February 14th. Still no details on the Switch version By other Chinese, than it has you a... Mean Mandarin? Traditional Chinese and simplified Chinese. You mean Mandarin Chinese? Um, Traditional no. and simplified Mandarin Chinese? No. Okay. Because I don't think there's just traditional and simplified Chinese. Yes, there is. All right. I, <laughs> I hate this. I, I'm trying to be aware and I'm failing. This. <laughs> so, um, Mobius Final Fantasy is shutting down in June. Next, ex next announcement. Why is that not a brief? I don't know. All right. Mobius is shutting down. Which, which shame, one's still going? Um, all of the Opera, other ones? Omina, Brave Exvius, and Brave Record Exvius, Keeper. Right. 
Me- oh, Mobius shame, used to be Mebius. Oh, Mobius, that's the one you like, Dana. Yeah, and I burned out of it in like three weeks. And then they finally added more content, and you're like, nah. Yeah, because it took else them. Was too? It took them months, 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 well, months. It's to like add more it content. has a lot of. It's it. It's a modern retelling of the original Final Fantasy. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, kind of, yeah. I I downloaded it on Steam and I really liked how pretty it was, but it was one of those ones like uh, the SMT one that just had way too many systems going on. Well, and it's got really aggressive monetization. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's a Final Fantasy mobile game, like, don't they all? <laughs> no, they vary. Well, record Record Keeper is pretty good about it. You do a lot um, of free stuff in Record Keeper, yeah. Record Keeper feels fair and balanced. Uh, whether it is or statement. and I mean that's the thing that's is whether a... it is or not is another discussion. But at least it feels you fair. You get a and lot balanced. of stuff for free to occupy your time, and there's always more stuff coming out, and you're never caught up, so that's fine. But to say it's fair and balanced, I didn't say it is objectively fair and balanced. I said Does subjectively, it feels, feels fair and balanced. All right, I'm okay with that. It is a subjective statement <laughs> and opinion, and therefore everybody's going to have one and can feel free to disagree with me. Should and we talk opera, about? Oh, sorry. Go sorry. Ahead. Opera Omina, I like because of the story, but that one does have some pretty annoying uh, monetization. Yeah, if you don't up. have good like six star weapons and like they're up to the right tier like you're just not going to be able to progress further in the game oh so, mm-hmm. oh so it's like that one from nintendo what's that what's that one dragalia lost yeah yeah so it's, it's got straight up hard stuff? stops yeah candy crush Woo. it's like i played this game um wildscapes which is from your your gardenscapes people anna and how mm-hmm. homescapes what started, is it called? Wildscapes? Yeah, you're building a zoo. And it's just, uh, you're just actually going to play this now, aren't you? But like, <laughs> huh. I was playing it and it's like, all right, I got through all the tutorials. I feel like I'm doing great. Then they threw me in the next chapter of the game. And the very first level, it's like, oh, yeah, you lost all your lives. You want to buy more? Like, what? <laughs> like, this is a different game now. <sighs> Stupid mobile games. Never play anything match three on mobile unless it's threes or uh, that that one iOS game with the triangles that came out when the iOS started doing. Or games. you can be like my mom every time. So I see my mom once or twice a year, and every time I see her, she's like, "Can you beat the Candy Crush level I'm on?" I'm like, "Sure." Every time she has a Candy Crush <laughs> level for you. I think it's just the one after the one you played last time. No, 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 no. She she tends to progress. But it's like the one time we went to Florida and she's like, thanks for beating that for me. I think I've been there for about nine months. It's like, what? (laughs) Nine months. Why are you still playing this? She will not pay. Do a different thing. Yeah, and she shouldn't pay. They're like ransoming her entertainment time. But like still, play something else. There are other games you can enjoy. Apparently, She could really... She could really meet the true meaning of frustration and try a Magic the Gathering puzzle quest. Uh, nope. No. Isn't that one shutting down? I don't. It is. I don't, I don't think so. Oh, okay. So, have you suggested a nice Earthbound uh, ROM hack to her? <laughs> we should talk about the next piece of news because yay! Fire Emblem. Three houses, Cindered Shadows. No, no, not three house. houses. Four houses. 
Fire Emblem Four Houses. Fire Emblem Three Houses introducing it, the Four House. The Fourth House, except not really, and it's just four people who can join whatever house you're actually playing. Maybe as. they've kind of gone back and forth on the information it, they've been putting out. So there was maybe a, there's a choice. There was then. a direct yeah. that came out on the 16th. And at the end of the UK and the Japanese version, they tacked on the Fire Emblem Three Houses expansion pack teaser for Cindered Shadows, which is the new DLC coming out on February 12th. Mm-hmm. Not in North America, though. Oh, they announced Byleth as the new character. Boom! No more eh. sword people! She's got other Boom. weapons. She can use, like, all sorts of weapons, right? Why, yeah, why does it I know. Need to be sword? I know. Are they actually giving him a sword? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, she has the default whippy-dippy sword. The whippy-dippy sword? The The spinal sword. The whippy-dippy sword. Oh, you mean Sophitia's sword from Soul Calibur. Or wait. Crap. uh, No, Ivy's sword. I'm sorry. I was going to say, Sophitia has, like, a little buckler and a little blade. Yeah, no, I got the name confused. It's been a while since I played Soul Calibur. I have a friend that cosplays as Sophitia. That's why I know. Yeah. I was like, no, no, the big boob chick. That's all of them. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't narrow it down. Be more specific. Every game Anna plays. Hey! Deny it. No, no, I I resemble that remark. (laughs) The angry internet reaction of people wanting their fighters pass refunded. Because of all the swords? Now, because no, the last because one is Byleth, and there's too much Fire Emblem in the game. I'm so confused by this. Never mind that there's another Fighters Pack coming out with six additional ones, so that you, you know, there's a chance for their Dantes or their Soras or whoever. And but by the way, the only reason why people thought that it was going to be like Dante or Sora was because of the screenshot that had Sakurai just holding three letters up. Or no, three, three fingers. fingers up. Yeah, three, three fingers. fingers. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it turns out he Dante was just counting Sora. in binary. What does that <laughs> you know, as one is wont to do every time what? you take a photo to, what? you know. So he counted off all of the Fire Emblem games, all yeah. like 18 of them. Yeah. And he did it using binary on his fingers. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. What a nerd. It was really cute. I love watching the Smash panels oh. with Sakurai. You I have I no you interest. You to 18 with three digits in binary, right? With one, say, maybe... With one hand. With one hand. That's only three eight. digits. That's all... yeah. You no, no, no. Three fingers. Eight. Three fingers. Yeah, you can only get to eight. No, 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 no. He showed. I'm it's telling cool. you how binary works. Uh huh. With oh, three you bits. know what? Maybe, maybe the last finger being down was the zero. Yeah. Well, then that's so four. It was like one, one, one. Yeah, zero. he does it with all five fingers. Okay. But at one Why point, do you keep saying five. three fingers. <laughs> because he had three fingers up in the air at one point. He had like the the thumb and the first finger and the. And like the third finger, and so like this? yeah. If I did this, does it mean <laughs> anything to you? And people took him doing that hand symbol as DMC. Why? <laughs> because fan Why? theories. Because yeah. people want to read stuff not? into d- ground coffee on the porch. I'm just. I mean, do you remember Wait, is this when? Deadly premonition. Uh, what are we doing? Um... <laughs> well, do. do you remember when Miyamoto like couldn't uh, announce his hobbies publicly because people were thinking it, that his hobbies were going to be turned into a new game? It's like that level of conspiracy theory. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But 
My favorite reaction was the image that I posted in the Discord that said, uh, it looks like Banjo is the only furry at the anime convention. What? <laughs> what are we talking about now? There was a they, they, someone posted a picture of all five DLC fighters and pointed oh, out that it looked like there was Banjo. Oh, I see. That they yeah, were all awkward. Your, uh, typical male. Awkward. That what cracked me up. That cracked me up because I was the only furry at an anime convention at one point in my life. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. I've recovered. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm also, I'm um, also looking forward to Byleth. Yeah. So Byleth is coming to Smash, and the net, the the major DLC pack, uh, Cindered Shadows, is coming to uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses next month, and I'm sure we'll be playing it, and I will have impressions for people. Um, hey, so remember how a bunch of people said Cyberpunk 2077 is their most anticipated game in the feedback section? It's been delayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they're going into crunch mode. It was going to be April, or April, according to this. Um, oh, fix been, the typo. And it's been pushed back to September. Are people mad and demanding a refund for their pre-order? Oh, I haven't um, heard anyone even mention it It's so a far. mix of outrage and not outrage. I, I think there's this weird thing of, like, people all of a sudden are like, it's okay if you delay the game. It means that you won't have to crunch. No. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it means they're just going to crunch for six more months. It's like, fun. oh, you, that that's cute, but you're wrong. I mean, that's what it should mean, but um, it is what it should mean. It, but that it only doesn't. works when you start from the beginning with a no crunch mentality or something. And no, that's not what they're doing. All right, so they they have, I mean, April to September. That actually sounds like still working on the game. Um, so it is feature complete. Uh huh. Um, pol- six months of, of polish on a game that size and depth, yeah. Yeah. Polish probably started last year. Yeah, and they need more because it's freaking open world. And it wasn't done. It was fun. Um, a few friends of mine uh, were hanging out in Discord this week talking about QAing and the weird crap that we've found while QAing games. And... It- Particularly with a game that has any gives gives player any sort of agency and freedom, you have to test really weird things. And so uh, my friend was talking yeah. about a bug where it's like if you walk one spot left of the doorway, you can activate a warp into a zone you shouldn't be able to. <laughs> or carrying items from the beginning of the game to the end of the game and seeing if weird things happen. I carried there. a rock from the l- right-hand side of the map to the left-hand side of a map and tried to give it to an NPC, and I crashed the game. <laughs> Why and are I you checked, doing yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, and so I, I checked that in as, as a bug, and like <laughs> within half an hour, my boss calls me and is like, Why did you do that? <laughs> that's, that's QA. That's called what do you due want diligence. <laughs> That's I'm like, I don't know. Do. It seems kind of like the ridiculous thing that someone would try to do because it's a game that has gifting and you give people stuff. You have a rock. <laughs> well, right. and the funny thing is, is in fixing that, we actually fixed a rare soft lock bug that when you gave certain people certain things at certain times of days, yeah. it would crash. Mm-hmm. And so me doing the dumb rock thing actually ended up having mar- much more far-reaching solutions than you would think of why did you pick up a rock and try to give it to someone mm-hmm. i don't know 
The Elder Scrolls Online is uh, continuing to give us rocks. No, that doesn't work. Uh, they got another expansion. Uh, this is a DLC pack that they announced. So it's uh, it's not like... Uh, oh, I can't even keep up with so how they do Elder releases. Scrolls this Online is, is doing like a whole year of dark wooju-booju. Yeah, they do years of season of things. So like 2019 was Season of the Dragon. This one is Dark Heart of Skyrim for 2020. So last year was all about dragons. This one's all about Skyrim. And the first part is the Hero Storm DLC pack. And you will go to um, some vampire place, It's it looks like. so. That, that was a really cool trailer. Going to go to Greymoor, um, which is uh, the next major expansion, is Greymoor, which I assume is in Skyrim? Yes, Western Skyrim. There you go. We're moving to West Skyrim. Um, and then, what? oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to make a joke. West Skyrim, born and raised. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> trying to avoid. <laughs> you both suck. <laughs> All right, Pack South, they had a panel. NIS had a panel that was supposedly about how to do ports, but really it was them announcing a bunch of stuff. Well, they they did talk about ports. No, they talked about localizations and, and, and porting. ports, and it had and, nothing to I do mean, with porting. They, because... People ask them what's the difference between localizing versus porting a yeah, lot. Yeah, they didn't really answer that. Um, right, because the answer is is not one size fits all. But among all of the things so that they words, discussed... in other words, the panel was pointless, So, the, but they announced a bunch of things. <laughs> it wasn't pointless. I thought it was very informative. Okay. Anyways, now that you're done interrupting me, I, I will am. discuss the things that they announced. Okay. Number one, they announced a super huge mega dump of a patch... Major update of Ease 8 Lacrimosa of Dana on PC. So um, regular listeners will remember that that was kind of a train wreck and a, a giant trash fire of a thing that happened where the Ease 8 PC release was bad. Mm-hmm. Big um, hole. No, that was the translation problems, and that Big affected all hole. versions of the game. But um, yeah, no the the PC launch was pretty much a trash fire. They were they were patching it like five times a week for the first three weeks, and then they slowed down the patching, That's and everybody patches. yeah, and everybody was like, "You abandoned the game, and it's ours, and we're so angry at you, and we're never gonna buy Nisa again." And uh, some of that anger was well founded, um, but they ended up. Uh, Pairing up with uh, PhD Productions, which is... Um, well, the more you know about why Nisa was doing that game, the more your anger becomes justified. Some of that stuff is things we aren't going to talk about in the podcast. Um, but yeah, so uh, people may know Durante. Um, he's the guy that originally fixed Dark Souls on the PC. And Dante, he... he's the new character in uh, Smash Brothers. No, that's... Sakurai no. announced him. <laughs> no, Durante. Oh, that's um, why everyone's mad because they didn't get Dante; they got Durante instead. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. Um. So they've added um, an HD ta- uh, an HD um, high def pack, a textures pack, a shadows pack. Um, it runs consistently at sixty or one hundred and twenty FPS, depending on what you choose. Um, there's all sorts of shaders, and it's a huge, huge, major update. Also, they added experimental local player co-op. What? Yes. We tried to watch this, but the camera was making us sick, so we're not really sure how it works. Yeah, Sayhill, when he plays games, so Sayhill is one of the people that stream for Nisa. He's one of their uh, playtesters. 
And like when he plays games, he like janks around the camera constantly and it makes me seasick. So I don't watch a lot of games that he's playing. Um, But yeah, so yeah, Ease 8, Lacrimosa of Dana on PC, major content update and it's half off right now. Um, Trails of Cold Steel 3 got announced for PC um, coming March 23rd, 2020. They did not announce a Switch date, but I would not be surprised if it was day and date. I suspect that's what they're aiming for. But they did announce that the Cold Steel 3 version coming to Nintendo Switch would have all 26 cosmetic items um, in the base game. So on the PSN, they were free for a limited time, and I think now they're paid. Um, For the PC version, they are going to be free for a limited time until I think April uh, something, March 31st, the first week. They'll be free, and then you'll have to pay for them. For the Switch version, no, you just get them. Um, They reminded people, hey, Alliance Alive HD Remastered came out on PC, um, and it's 12% off. And everyone said, we still don't want to play it? No, people are are interested. Um, And then, out of nowhere, they announced a Little Town Hero physical edition. Yeah, because who wasn't waiting for that? I mean, there is a lot of no physical, no buy people. Okay. I don't know if they inherently apply to this particular game because it's very middling. It's fine. There are better games. There are worse games. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. I was asking you last night if it if that game was any fun at all, just because I was curious about special edition. But I didn't like it. It's it is so random that I struggle to recommend it because battles can either be laughably easy or impossibly difficult. We should get Dante to fix it. I think I'm going to hold off. So I I think the physical edition is cute, um, but I don't know if the game is worth it. And I, yeah, people have been asking me a lot whether I recommend it, and I'm like, I don't know how to answer that. Read my review. <laughs> See if the things that annoyed me annoyed you. Um, <laughs> and then they also announced that Languisher 1 and 2 is going to be getting a demo for all three systems. So Switch, PS4, and PC are all getting a demo. Oh, and they announced uh, Disaster Report 4 for PC, I think. Or maybe that had gotten leaked already. So, yep. I think it was already announced they were just showing it off. Okay. Um, so should I get Ease 8? Is that a big deal? It's a pretty good it. game. Oh, you have it on Switch already. I could just play it there. No, right? I gave it to Kitty. Oh, right. But we're going to get it back someday. Sure, someday. I should get it on PC now if I really want to play it. Yes. But I kind of don't, so maybe I won't. <laughs> it's a really good game. Um, oh. They ended up falling kind of into a weird controversy this week because leading up to this PAX South panel, they did a Q&A about Cold Steel 3. And um, they somebody asked if anything had been changed. And one of the Japanese people said, yes, something got changed. Uh, a line that was fine in Japanese but was really sexist overseas. So they changed it. And were there censorship cries? Oh, God. In the panel? Um, ev- online. So, like, I'm curious to know, like, is it not sexist in Japan or they just don't care? 
Um, <laughs> How's that working? Out? I don't Fair know. Question. Is it's, it more complicated than that? Well, maybe? and it, it is probably more complicated than that, but it's probably like a, a cultural thing, like a joke about women wearing high heels. Okay. Mm. It could be, which is very benign in Japanese because yeah, you're still required to wear high heels if you're a professional in Japan. Mm. Um, but that can be construed as very offensive in other cultures. Yeah. It's, it's considered offensive here. And the weird thing is, is no one has said or even figured out what it was that was changed. We're just mad because censorship. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's been kind of weird watching that ramp up and down. Anna, as our resident dragon fantasy expert, can mm -hmm. you tell us what's going on with Volumes of Wisteria? Oh, yeah, it's coming to the Vita. Um, isn't it a little late for that? Yeah, so... Um, the this is the original Dragon Fantasy, um, and then but it got remade. Updated. Yeah, so it got remade into the volumes of Wisteria, and that's the version that came out on PS4. Um, and so now this is being backported and will replace the original Dragon Fantasy Volume One. I don't like this reminiscence of sixteen-bit co RPGs comments since the first one is like a eight-bit RPG. Okay, well I didn't write that, and you can go between the two modes. Oh, so this adds in the 16-bit yeah, mode. Yeah, that's oh, part of Volumes right. of Wisteria. Okay, then never mind. Totally fair. I forget, I didn't realize they added that. I just remember playing it and it was like, this is very 8-bit. Yes, that's but the that idea. that was very SNES. Yes, that's the SNES. idea. No, we're not SNES. doing this again. Move on to the next story. This is so weird. I have like an ad on our page. But it's like the ad is behind the page, and the page has a window. And as you scroll, mm -hmm. you get, well, how weird is this? Man, I'm glad they pay us. Otherwise, I would <laughs> just turn these off. All right. <laughs> Dragon Fantasy 3 got a PS3 review, or is that? Oh, wait. No, I clicked a button. Okay. So the next story is, okay, I have a lot of Dragon Fantasy things here. Um, I clicked things. All right. God Eater 3, 2.3. There's a new patch for God Eater 3. None of us are here that can really explain this. but um, If, if you want to hear about this, you should tune into Q&A Quest this oh, week. Yeah, or just watch the video and get a sense of like what they're adding and stuff. You know if you care about this sort of thing. So, Magic uh, Legends. If you remember, that was announced uh, a couple weeks ago, I think during the Game Awards, that they were doing an action RPG in the Magic the Gathering universe. Uh, it's being done by Perfect World Entertainment, uh, though I think the, the label on it is cryptic, like... Um, uh, the City of Heroes people, right? So I don't know what's up with that. Um, but Magic Legends, they showed it. It looks like an action RPG. Um, what I saw did not look very well polished. But um, you Isn't know, that the one early. that has like big glaring alpha footage only in the bottom of it constantly? Uh, Pre-alpha footage. I missed that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Pre-alpha, yep. All right, yeah. Then that fits a lot better. Okay, I feel a lot better about this trailer now. <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I'm glad they put out something because it's like, so what are we getting? Should we be hyped about it already? Um, but two things come to mind. One, why are they showing the game this early? Two, um, why should I care if you're showing me this? Because it's just, I mean, maybe it's because I'm playing Path of Exile right now and it's like, I've got better games that I could play. Why Why this? But um, uh, yeah, it's early, so who cares? Um they announced any sort of co-op and stuff? Because this could this should be like a console-y, like Champions of Norath, uh, Dark Alliance sort of thing. That that could be its niche, you know. 
No, nobody knows. Okay. Don't know. The beta is coming this spring. You can sign up at playmagiclegends.com, and that, that must be why they're showing the footage because they want people to sign up for the beta. So there you go. Stone Shard. Anyone know what that is? It's a PC game coming to early access. It's turn-based open-world RPG, and yeah. I just like this publisher name, Hype Train Digital. Hype Train! Come on, ride a train. train. All right, so you check that out, see if you're into it. Um, There's a lot of crafting, it looks like. Uh, Battle Rally DLC coming to Shenmue 3. (laughs) Yes, DLC is coming to Shenmue 3, proving that it's not entirely stuck in the mid-90s. Um, <laughs> or early 2000s, whenever that Shenmue came out. Battle Rally is a race in which the contestants face each other in head-to-head battles while trying to be the first across the finish line, a.k.a. a race. Uh, in addition, the series protagonist, Ryo, um, in addition to the series protagonist, Ryu, Ryo, 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 hey, Ryo. All right, anyway, sorry. I'm turning into Shenmue. NPCs. The DLC will offer two new playable characters to choose from. Uh, Wu Ying Ren and the sparring partner of Ryo, Wei Zhen. Wei Zhen. Wei Zhen. I can't pronounce the Chinese name. Sorry. Battle Rally will be apl- available on PS4 and PC via Epic Game Store. Uh, no, it'll be available on PS4 and on PC it'll be available via Epic Game Store. That's what I meant to say. For 8 bucks, it's free if you bought the, the complete DLC collection season pass thing. There you go. World of Horror is coming to Steam Early Access in February. This is something we've seen. World of what? World, World of, of Horror. Horror. Oh, Horror. So it's okay. a visual a novel RPG that's very Lovecraftian. No, this is not Lovecraftian horror. This is like Japanese um, body horror horror. Lots of like multiple faces and empty things inside people's heads. Like this one, Ribcage Woman. Her face is replaced with an open rib cage. <laughs> Yay. Creepy. <laughs> I forgot to put the color versions of the pictures on here. Are there? Co- no, I think it's a black and white game, which is probably for the yeah. best. So you, so yeah, that, that, that's true. It's, uh, it's billed. It is billed as a Lovecraftian slash Junji Ito game. So I guess I, I guess I hear where you're getting that from, Anna, because they say that's what it is. But when I see it, I don't see Cthulian horrors. Will, the will they be? Will, will will there be a hole made just for me in this game? I, I don't know if that's oh. a reference to, but I'm sure it, there will be holes it, cut in lots of people. So it's a Junji Ito <laughs> okay. manga reference. All right. Uh, there's ten mysteries. You investigate mysteries, um, such as eldritch terrors like Akamanto and Kuchisake Onna, and whatever the, all those things mean. So you're dealing with these horror monsters and you solve mysteries and the music sounds pretty good and uh, it's disturbing images and interviewing like interviewing monsters or interacting with them. I don't know what's going on. You going you going to try this one, Anna? Um, well, I tend not to play early access games. Well, February 20th, 2020. So same time as that other game we talked about earlier. 15 bucks and it'll come out like later this year apparently. Yeah, Zach played it at a PAX, so you should read his impression if you're curious about it. You interested in a Dragon Quest movie, Anna? Sure, why not? All right, it's going to be available um, in February. Next month. Yeah, yep. February 13th. Uh, and by the way, the Nino Kuni m- m- movie's already out. Yep. 
Uh, English trailer not yet available. Correct. There's really nothing on the Dragon Quest. They still haven't confirmed whether it's going to be a sub or a dub either. Well, I think well, that means it's a sub. because then they, Probably, yeah. yeah. They just don't want to confirm that because that'll just make pe sour people on it. Rather than they get to the day of, they're excited for it, and they're like, well, I guess I'll give the sub a chance. And then they get their view. <laughs> I guess that works out. I, I'm actually very surprised that's even coming out here. I am too, but Netflix wants to do that stuff, I guess. Hey, why not? You know, when you're sitting on a couple hundred billion dollars, why not throw a little money that way? <laughs> so, Matt, I have a question for you. Yes. When you, how do you feel when a game you really want is delayed? I'm okay with that. I've got like a hundred games in my backlog, and I've got something to play. It's not like anything is. I, I no games that are coming out are already cemented in my head as being the most awesome game I'm ever going to play. So I've probably got something in my backlog that'll be as good as anything that's getting delayed is going to be. Yeah. I might be proven wrong later on, but it never bugs me. I'm like, oh, well. I can't even, um, I can't even deal with games when they come out on time, let alone early or delayed. Like, just, it, all right. I mean, it, I get like kind of a hint of disappointment because, you know, I kind of plan my schedule around when games come out, or rather my gaming schedule and, you know, trying to finish games beforehand and stuff like that. How far but, in advance do you work? The year. <laughs> well, I mean, like up to at least three months, oh depending gosh. on what's coming out. I can't, even, I can't even get done with games I started three months ago. I, <laughs> how do you do this? I just kind of keep in, keep in the back of my mind what I want to play and when I want to play it and what's coming out and what kind of stuff that I want to uh, – what am I trying to say? What, what kind of stuff I want to do and just kind of go from there. It, I mean it's not like set in stone or anything. It's just kind of a very loosely uh, – loosely tied together schedule and it and it can change at any time but yeah all right so it sucks for kelly matt doesn't care that much i can't even deal with them when they come out on time i'm already behind so it's like i'm happy when they're <laughs> delayed where do you fall on this anna um kind of be between everybody else if it's a game that i'm really looking forward to it it can make me like a little antsy and like I I don't know what I'm going to play now because I've scheduled myself to play this and I psyched myself up to play this and oh no, now I can't play it. So that's like Kelly. I think. I think that answer means you're like Kelly. But at the same time, sometimes it also, I kind of get relieved when some games get delayed, especially if it's like a month like March where it's just super crowded. Yeah, but, hard, but I'm then only... you have to redo your schedule because now you have options. That yeah, you didn't I'm have only before. like that with like a couple of games. I was getting really antsy this week waiting for Tokyo Mirage Sessions to show up. But um, I mean, like, I kind of want to play the Final Fantasy VII remake because I haven't played Final Fantasy VII since like 2000. Yeah. In my very angry editorial. In your editorial? <laughs> what? <laughs> You did an angry editorial about Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. What were you angry about? I was angry about my mom not letting me have a memory oh, card. Oh, because you lost your game twice. 
More than twice. Oh, Anna, you kept going to the Golden Saucer. No, I kept getting to Costa del Sol, and the Costa damn power went out. Then you lose the power. Yeah. yeah, it actually came up in the in the RP Gamer staff this. channel because um, someone was asking about an editorial, and they're like, "Do we do personal editorials?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you should Google dear mother." Dear mother. <laughs> Let me buy a memory car. <laughs> <laughs> I was a really angsty 19-year-old, it turned out. I'm going to say my family, or my dad did the same thing to me for my Saturn because he said that he didn't want to pay $60 for a microchip to save my high scores. And I was like, Dad, I, it, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> I love that he thinks it does, though. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. jokes on him. I found one at a Goodwill for 5 bucks after the fact, so... Good. <laughs> you bought five, spent five dollars on a microchip. Uh, what do you got left, Anna? Um, oh, if you, but that's your question of the week, by the way. That is so, the question of the week. If you want to write uh, in and let us know what you think when a game's delayed, how do you, how feel, do you feel when a game is delayed? Podcast at rpgamer.com is the email address. Uh, you can call us at 608 729 4098 or text us at 608 729 4098. You can also uh, tweet at us. There'll be a tweet thread about this at some point through the week, most likely. Hopefully. Or what most people do, just go to the go to rpgamer.com, find the show thread, and uh, post right in there. And uh, we will read your response on the show or play it if it's a voicemail. Uh, with that, it's time to talk about what's coming out next week. Anna, you collected these, and you seemed very excited. <laughs> what so, are we going to get to play so this week? There isn't, um, so there is one RPG coming out this week. Oh, yeah? Um, and it's actually out now. It is, um, hang on. Uh, so Seacart just came out. What is that? Uh, can you spell that? What whoop, is that? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Chemco oh. alert. Chemco alert. Seacarts. Yeah. S-E-E-K hearts. Okay. And then um, To the Moon landed on you the... Don't, no, no, you don't want to say anything else about it. It's just no, it's, it's Chemco. a Chemco game. Okay. Right. Uh, to the Moon also landed on... On the Switch. On the Switch. So you want to play a depressing end-of-life game? Yay! Yes. That everyone kind of loves when yeah, they play no, it? Yeah, no. Gaijin says play this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, you're traveling um, back through um, the mind of a doctor who's dying, um, fulfilling last wishes. Sure. And then, uh, amazingly, coming out this week is a game called Soccer, Comma, Tactics and Glory. And so, it has a wait. man pointing very seriously at you on the cover. So we need an Oxford comma here, don't we? Yes. Soccer, Tactics and Glory, or Soccer, Comma, Tactics and Glory. The Tactics and Glory of Soccer. I guess it doesn't matter how much, does it? Well, it does. You, this has a unique turn-based system with club development, including economics and RPG elements. Okay. It has a powerful face editor. Online game support and hot seed mode for up to four players. Powerful face editor, huh? That is literally one of the features on the Nintendo page. Okay. Enjoy. Wow. And then... <laughs> I, I like say. that, you know, by reinventing the basics of football management, they've made it appealing to everyone. Yep. Yeah. Everyone. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Um, and then this one came up. <laughs> and I had, to, I had to sign in to, to Steam to even see this page uh, existing. Oh, oh, can I read this one? <laughs> yes. The world Ooh. is ruled according to sexual prowess, so I'm playing dirty to get my harem. Episode one. <laughs> <laughs> 
The screenshots are a lot of um, fuzzed out <clears throat> stuff. Oh, let's, let's bring that up on the stream. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to get our We're going to get our Twitch pin. Don't bring up this page. Oh, let me bring it off off screen first. Okay. Oh, no. No, we can't. Oh, no. No, that is. Oh, this is not is. stream appropriate. No. I just love the name no, of this no. game. Bookmark, bookmark that for later. <laughs> My favorite part is, is there are repeated, repeated reminders on this game that says, this game depicts sexual acts and all characters are over the age of 18. <laughs> wink. Wink, wink. 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 So apparently this is a game based off a one-off 20-minute anime. What? It's an episodic game. How did that anime even How did I that don't anime come know. to be? Is that an anime or like a YouTube porn? It became anime after the harem theme novel yeah. was read over 7.2 million times. Here's my favorite part. The game has two puzzles. Is that it? That's a feature they advertise. How to put the thing in the <laughs> other thing? Yeah, they have they, the How do these the things fit there. together? Yeah. yeah. It's like a sliding puzzle, yes. Enjoy oh, the game by watching the anime video. Is it? It's a sliding puzzle, huh? Lots of sliding in that puzzle? A simple puzzle a will appear during the video. Puzzle. Solve the puzzle to continue to watch the next scene. There is a total of two puzzles. But don't worry, everyone's of legal age. This whole thing is a delightful train wreck of just. How what? is this an RPG? Is it's this not. RPG? And why did you even put this on? Because the list? of the title. Anna, you're a bad person. I know. Okay. <laughs> I showed Cards Against Humanity to my game group this week. Oh my gosh, those <laughs> men, those old men loved that game way too much. He kept sending me card combos that were winning. <sighs> Coat hanger abortions. Kid <laughs> tested, mother approved. <laughs> All right, no, no, we're ending the podca podcast right now. Yeah, Thanks, Matt. <laughs> I've had some pretty nasty ones, uh, and I, I actually played that with my mother-in-law, and she was not amused. Oh, really? <laughs> How long does one last when you're not amused by Cards Against Humanity before you stand up and leave? Um, a minute and I a mean, half? she stuck with it, but she just was not very thrilled to... Say certain things like uh, bleached butthole, only okay. not butt. <laughs> I hope she yeah. said it just like that. <laughs> no, she said <laughs> she said it the other way, okay. but not very would have been more fun. Uh, enthusiastically. Oh my, bleached butthole. But no, really <laughs> no, deadpan. Okay. All right, I'm seriously ending this podcast. All right. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks everybody Matt. for watching. We will catch you next week. Thanks for having me. Or Thanks, Kelly. Not? No, there's no Thank regular you. show next week. We're recording a special show, right? We're, we're recording recording the Goaty Cast. Goaty Cast. Goaty Cast. Game of the year. So look forward to that on this stream. It'll probably be up a day or two later than normal, but uh, uh, and it will yeah. probably not be live. Yeah. Well, we might stream it just we'll for fun. We'll see, but it will not be at the normal time nope, slot. Nope. It won't. So if you're not following twitch.tv slash rpgamer, you should give it a follow. We um, stream at least twice a week, once for Q&A Quest, once for RPG Cast, and we do occasional little other streams. Beyond that, come hang out with us. We like interacting with people. Come join our Discord, rpgamer.com slash Discord, Twitter at rpgamer.com, YouTube rpgamer, Facebook rpgamer. All right. Heart. Well, until then, we all see you next week in the Game of the Year show. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.